Hello everyone and welcome to The Stagey Place, the podcast where we get to chat with those who work behind the scenes in theatre, from writers to directors, producers to stage managers. And on today's episode, I am incredibly excited to be sharing you my interview with Jake Brunger and Pepper Cleary, who are the music and lyricists of the great British Bake Off The Musical. Now, if you are a regular to the Stagey Place podcast and follow us on social media, you will know how much of a fan myself and Emily here on the Stagey Place are of the Great British Bake Off. I talk about it a little bit in this episode, but we both saw the show together in Cheltenham in July of 2022. Emily saw it multiple times after that. You'll find out how many times during this interview, but it is a show that has really connected to the both of us and is one of the shows that we are incredibly excited to see now in the West End. It's almost like this little personal show that we've both seen together in Cheltenham and getting the chance to now have a bigger audience in the West End at the Noel Carrad Theatre for 12 weeks starting from the 25th of February. For you listening on the day of release, that was the Saturday just gone and myself and Emily saw the first preview as well as the second preview on Sunday the 26th of February. If you want to know all of our thoughts from the opening weekend previews of the show in the West End, you can absolutely check these out on our Instagram at the stagey place. Honestly, I cannot wait to see what audiences are going to say about the Great British Bake Off. I know it's brilliant. Emily knows it's brilliant. The whole of Cheltenham knows how brilliant this musical was. So I'm very excited to see what the West End make of it. But of course, we are here today to chat with Jake and Pippa. So without further ado, please do enjoy this interview with Jake Brunger and Pippa Cleary, the music and lyricists behind the Great British Bake Off, the musical. Hello, Jake, and hello, Pippa. Welcome to the Stagey Place. How are you both doing today? Hi, thank you for having us. Good. Yeah, we're not in rehearsals today. We don't go every day, but so you've you've caught us kind of at home. Yeah, we sort of get these messages from the company where they say, oh, can we change this line? And we go, ah, but no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Pippa, you just said there about having FOMO. This show means quite a lot to me and my girlfriend, Emily. We came to see the show in Chatham together. It was actually our first date. So glad show. that we have facilitated that for you. That makes me feel very <laughs> You did. Nice. You did. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it was our very first theatre date and actual first date together we knew each other but we hadn't gone on an official date anyway Emily then saw the show eight times in Cheltenham but we live in Cheltenham so we didn't travel all the way to Cheltenham to see the show and now obviously we were thinking oh we're gonna have to go around the country and tour with this show and see it in all these different uh, cities because we never thought that you'd be opening up in the West End only six months later after finishing in Cheltenham it's absolutely pretty nice surprise for us as well (laughs) yeah it's huge and it's massive and we're going to talk about that later on in this interview but what I want to start off by asking you is how are the rehearsals going so far for the opening of the Great British Bake Off at the Noel Coward Theatre in the West End? It's great it's just so lovely because we've done I mean you know we never saw the run in Cheltenham as a tryout it wasn't a tryout you know it was not this cynical straight to the West End you know warm-up it was genuinely a decision by Mark Goucher and Love Productions to just see if there was a show in it yeah and see what would happen next so it's so nice that you know most of the company are, are able to come back for it 
and they all are like a big family and love each other and because they've done the show they know what the reaction was in Cheltenham so they're all really happy uh, I think the new company members you know they, everyone keeps saying oh no it's like this and it will be like that but there's we can't get complacent it might not be like that in town but uh, we're very aware that a London audience might be slightly harder to please <laughs> we're, we're prepared but, but no all in all it, rehearsals are just a joy everyone is having so much fun yeah yeah and I think that's the reason why Emily kept returning to the show because it was so heartfelt and warm and the characters and the story and it's obviously isn't a parody on the Great British Bake Off it's like we're watching the series on stage like a series of the Great British Bake Off for you two working together how did you guys start working together talk to me about the relationship between you two and where you met and why you think you guys work together so well on production that's that's a great question and and it depends how long you've got but I'll try (laughs) I'll try and do the we met at Bristol University and we were introduced by Luke Shepard who directed a Adrian Mole and now Anne Juliet on Broadway. So we all sort of met when we were, you know, 20. And we we were really lucky because we had some funding to go to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which you don't always get because it's really expensive. So we kind of had this opportunity to just write a musical in about three months. And I had some ideas and Jake had some ideas. We all got together in a pub and decided it should be about cabin crew. And then we kind of had this session where I'd written a bit of a music and Jake had written some lyrics. And we weren't sure about each other, but we kind of had to just get on with it, really, because yeah. there was this deadline and there was this money. Um, and what was great about that was that we sort of had to really quickly drop any kind of sense of ego and work and, and learn what collaboration is. And and we're still learning what collaboration is. We've, we've yeah, we've been through the mill, thick and thin, 15 years yeah, we together. St- we started out, obviously, in the Fringe. We did, we did Jet Set Go at Edinburgh and we did another show at Edinburgh and then we sort of rose up through the ranks of Singapore Repertory Theatre doing kids shows there which you learn a lot on kids shows because kids have got no attention span and neither do me and Pippa so actually the one consistent in our shows is that you don't get bored because we do, we get too bored and if I'm reading a scene to Pippa and she gets bored she goes stop stop cut that yeah. so it, you know we've learned so much through the years that you know and obviously through, through Adrian Mole being at Curve and then Many A and then at the West End uh, I think this shows um, with NYMT and BYMT and companies like that where you have to sort of create shows really quickly for 13 mm. teenagers and so we yeah we have been really lucky that we've we've honed our craft and we write with other people as well but yeah we definitely have sort of a specific voice together and yeah we we, we honestly we, we are each other's work wife and work husband you know it's yeah. a relationship that you do have to look after and of course it goes through its ups and downs and yeah yeah it is really exciting and obviously you guys do work in in separate projects as well Pippa you wrote the music for my son's career which I saw last night I also saw it in Edinburgh in 2022 very exciting Jake you won't know this obviously but when I was at drama school I went to Bristol Vic we did your play foreplay at the wardrobe theatre in Bristol do you know what? Uh, I didn't see that but I know all about it I, I sort of I got I got sent like a tape of it and I, I did watch like quite a lot of it and it's funny because a drama school I can't say who there's someone else doing it quite a big drama school doing it this summer as well i'm so thrilled that that place sort of keeps living on it's weird yeah yeah yeah. i was the um stage manager on that one yeah and it's just so funny now that you know i come and talk to you now and just to tell you that that was my first in-house training gig as a stage manager it's very exciting but guys we are here today to talk about great british bake-off so talk to me about how this started what was it about the tv show that you thought this would make an amazing musical was it an episode was it a series was it the bait alaska gate that you know shook the uk when it happened what was it about the show that you were like this would make an amazing musical well it's all of those things but to be honest we did get approached so that for, for us it was more of a 
oh my god what's the gut reaction when we were mm. finally told this is the title this is the project would you like to pitch for it sometimes Jake and I will spend quite a long time going oh I'm not sure you know is this maybe it's a bit more me it's a bit more you but for this one it was an easy oh my god yes we we know we can do this <laughs> yeah. we it's got similarities to other shows we've written in the past we love an ensemble show a people show and all those things you've mentioned yes we already knew because we're big fans of the show but it was more about just the kind of this really speaks to us and we both like jumped up and were really excited and I think when when both of us are excited it's a definite we should go for it kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah in the past in the past we've really worried that our work is too character focused I don't I mean Jet Set Go was our first show it was just about a load of cabin crew and pilots going on a plane to New York and back there is a shape to that show and, and same in Bake Off it's you know you have the shape of it being a series and we knew that 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 came with really exciting structural challenges and you know fun solutions to how to do a whole series so but we knew that at the center it was mainly about the people yeah yeah and it is really exciting and obviously you know there may be a bit of caution about people coming to see this because people might be thinking oh this is such a love program how's it going to fit on stage what's it going to be like as a musical obviously you've had some great reviews from Cheltenham and now it's opening up in the West End when you pitch the show to friends and family to come and watch what what is the elevator pitch of the show well, i think it's what you've just said is that we have kept to the spirit of the show um we've worked really closely with love Productions. i mean that was the biggest challenge how do we keep it to the spirit of what people already know and love obviously give you something new it's a musical it's a different format we can go deeper with the songs and things like that but we have not messed with the bake-off formula you know <laughs> to yeah. our peril and hopefully <laughs> there are lots of things that you will recognize and as you say that kind of fine line between when you gently sort of tease and then you know we're, we're, we're never parodying we're never spoofing thing equally there's lots of comedy and lots of heart so we've we've tried to get that delicate balance hopefully i am i read um, a few books by either former contestants or i read so many articles online about how the show was made and there were really early conversations about how much we wanted to have like runners and cameramen but there was the reason we threw all that out is because actually what instead you get on this show is what it's like as the contestants once the cameras stop rolling so you know they all stay together in a hotel for the weekend so you see the hotel I don't want to give too much away but you know you don't just see and for anyone out there thinking oh no it's going to be like an hour of you know two hours of a televised program it's about the stuff that that happens elsewhere and we don't stay in the tent for the whole show but again don't want to give too many spoilers as to how we've done that but there is the addition of the 13th character which is a child so that is definitely a departure from the program so anyone thinking how is there a child in Bake Off you'll have to find out (laughs) (laughs) it is really exciting and then obviously you've had the run in Cheltenham and now six months later you're now opening at the Noel Coward in that time between when did you know that you were going to be opening up at the Noel Coward in London and when you are looking at now opening up in the West End creating a cast recording we should say of the show which is also very exciting how do you work with changes to lyrics in songs and is there anything that you can tell us with lyric changes or song additions in this West End rap? Yeah, definitely. Did we find out in October, Jake? Am I right? I can tell you exactly how we found out, which is that this is such a name drop. But my friend James Graham, who has written Best of Enemies, which is at the Noel Coward, we're both from um, Nottingham, that's how we know each other. And he texts me with a screenshot from Twitter saying Bake Off was going in after Best of Enemies. And he said, he made some kind of quip. And I said, James, this is the first I've heard of it. And it genuinely got released on social media before, like someone had done a rumour. And, and that's how we genuinely how we found out. And then we rang the producer and he was like, oh, 
oh, how's this got out onto Twitter? But yes, yeah, so that's how we found out. And so, and it was just there happened to be this 12 week gap at the Noel Coward between this and the, the Almeida show coming in. But Pips, you, yeah. do, you, do you want to talk that, about the songs? That was in, yeah, that was in October. So we and, and actually we ha- we have been tweaking it, obviously, and we have one whole new number um, as an addition since Cheltenham. But yeah, the cast recording has been really great. But the reason we've only recorded half of it is obviously exactly what you've just identified. A lot of songs we are still, I mean, when I say changing, you know, it's minor tweaks, but we wanted, we didn't want to record anything that was new yeah. that hadn't been tested. So that half of the album that we have already recorded that will be out by the time press night are the, are the eight songs that we we were pretty sure these are set in stone. We're not going to be messing with them. And then the other half, obviously, we will we'll still be kind of trying things in rehearsals, and we will re- be recording that um, on the fourteenth of March. So it's it's been really fun. But yeah, we did have to sort of negotiate. We did have a few moments, didn't we, Jake, in December when we recorded this album, where we were like, "Oh my god, this is going down!" And is this the day? forever? Yeah. Oh my, you know, we it, it's uh, but but that's just the the standard process, and the songs sound great. Everyone has been yes. fantastic. The music team is phenomenal, and I'm just super excited that we've got a couple of you know songs coming coming out now last week and this week and next week just so that people can start to get to know the songs yeah it is really exciting obviously obviously came out last week with grace moat but also the bake-off tent is also out on spotify (laughs) and i listened to it like 10 minutes before midnight when obviously was going to be released and i was like oh they've released it early they've released the bake-off tent (laughs) so i was listening to it i played it emily was next to me and i was like and she was like what are you listening to because obviously it starts with the theme tune and i was like oh i'm not gonna tell you and then i thought it was released too early but then obviously I found out that it was released a week before obviously was there and so we had two songs that we were listening to and like we say we absolutely love the songs and the lyrics and they're incredible and like you were saying earlier on about stuff that people may recognize there's a lot of motifs within the songs itself that people may recognize from the show which is really exciting. Well taking on from that I was so lucky because I was able to use Tom Howe's original themes we did look, you know, watch the episodes and go, oh, I, I love this bit of music or this this keeps coming back, you know, for eliminations and things. So, yeah, the score is peppered with genuine Bake, bake Off themes. Pips, yeah, tell was, them what happened with some, George, the, the, the choreographer. Yeah, she, she, she messaged me a few months after the Cheltenham run when the next series was on and yeah. said, oh, gosh, I've just watched Bake Off. <laughs> You'll never guess what they, they've nicked Don't Send Me Home, which was one of our songs. And I was like... <laughs> You mean no? I think no. Don't worry. I I nicked that tune first with <laughs> and but you just so. But it's been nice because obviously now all the company every time you watch an episode and there's certain bits of music we obviously now have lyrics to some of them so you're sort of singing along so it's really satisfying <laughs> yeah. very nice and he's an absolute dream is, is Tom Howe and it, uh, yeah hopefully there's a sort of seamless bake-off sound throughout like you say you're going to have some of the songs released eight songs by press night so people will be yeah. able to listen to that but also people will be like oh there's this song that I've not heard but they will hear it when you record the next set of songs mm-hmm. is there a song is there a scene is there a moment a character that you're really excited for audience to meet or listen throughout the show yeah yeah absolutely I mean for me there's there's two moments that are I mean Grow is I think Pippa and I are almost in agreement that it's it's our favorite song we've probably ever written yeah. together I mean without giving, I mean, it's okay to say what it's about it's it's about a woman sort of sharing her reason for baking which is to do with her IVF journey and that's just a song that we're both it's it's a, the perfect combination of why Pippa and I when we write together it's the perfect marriage of, of what we both do but for me there's another scene in the show in act two which is just a scene which is the character of Hassan I don't want to say too much about about that because it would just give it a massive spoiler but it's based on quite 
specific you know heritage and background that character of which we did obviously not know that much about and it's not been done in the tv show before so Pippa and I went and met sort of about six to eight teenagers from this particular part of the world and it was very important that of course that we did that there was no way we would have done the show without it and one of them came to see it in Cheltenham and just validated everything we'd done and sort of said it's all it's all true and it's all right you've, you've really got it right and I was so relieved obviously but yeah I'm, I'm very proud personally of that moment I would also add the the child that we're not going to talk much about but that yeah. for me that's the character that people aren't necessarily expecting and has a sort of storyline and a song that hopefully will will get people I'm quite proud of that one <laughs> yeah Emily also shares the same enjoyment from Grow and she's cried many a times obviously because she's seen it many a times but every time she's seen it she she really gets affected by it it's it is a beautiful song even I remember it I only saw it once when I was in Cheltenham because I then had to go up to Edinburgh but a beautiful moment and I know exactly what you're talking about that is one of the eight which is uh being released uh, that one will be out not this Friday but next Friday with an accompanying video and everything oh (laughs) some exclusives Jake Pippa what we love to do on this podcast is ask about advice that you might have for people who are listening to this and want to become book and lyricists themselves so what advice would you have for them I think it's about getting your work on and in front of an audience in whatever capacity that might be I think uh, you know you can write something yourself or with a collaborator like Pippa um, for as long as you want but until you actually see it in front of an audience whether that be literally in concerts or Pippa and I often go into drama schools or, or use friends and say just come around and read it around the table that's when it really becomes a real thing. I mean, what Paul T- uh, Taylor Mills is doing at MT Fest, there are, and Vault, Vault Festival, all those places, there are the places that you can get new work, you know, seen and heard. And that is what it means to be a, a writer. And you just have to do it. There's no other way to do it, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I concur. Getting your work on, even if it's just get some friends round and perform it for another batch of friends and get some, you know, with, with a guitar or a piano or whatever. You don't have to do things properly, as it were. We spent a lot of years not doing things properly. And we still we still enjoy when we do those really informal fr- getting friends round to try out songs and reading versions, don't we, Jake? Because we, mm. we always learn so much from it. So I think, yeah, not to spend too long on your own kind of trying to make it perfect and then sort of sending out this kind of polished script and expect you know, you've got to get it out earlier. And like coming full circle collaboration I think it's harder the older you get to then collaborate if you're maybe like a you know a, a novelist or a, or a pop writer or a musician you know who who's only been working alone you know it's a full thing collaboration yeah. and of course once you get to production of a musical it's not just Jake and I you've got the director the choreographer the lighting designer the musical director another 10 people with different agendas and different priorities that you have to navigate all yeah. making the same product so that's what I would say I would say start collaborating with as many people as possible as early as you can in life (laughs) (laughs) that is a wonderful piece of advice well Jake and Pippa we have been talking about Great British Bake Off which opens at the Noel Coward from the 25th of February for 12 weeks it's incredibly exciting Jake and Pippa I've got one final question for you though on this podcast it is the title of this podcast that is the stagey place and what I love to ask my guests is whereabouts their stagey places so Jake and Pippa this could be the theatre that you first went to it could be a show that you saw in a theater that actually inspired you to then become book and lyricist writers and decided to train at Bristol Uni together and meet each other you know it could be a show that you two have both worked on collaboratively 
So Jake and Pippa, I don't know who wants to start first, but I'd love to ask you both, whereabouts is your stagey place? I can actually, you know, when you said that, I knew exactly what I was going to say, which is that, and it's not there anymore. It's a bookshop in New York that was, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it really famously just closed. I remember going to New York on like my very first trip. I must have been 17. and I begged my parents because I wanted to go to Broadway and see shows. I saw Dance of the Vampires was the first Broadway show I saw. And the bookshop had librettos of Broadway musicals in it. And I, I can't remember what the first one I bought, but like maybe Gypsy or something like that. But I'd never, oh, Hairspray, I think it was. And I'd never seen a, a, a libretto of a modern musical that, you know, that was running on Broadway that you yeah. could go home and take the script to. So that, yeah, sadly it's gone. It's all cast recordings and memorabilia. And it just, it was like, here's my world in a place. I love the fact that it's a bookshop and yeah, you can just go away and just escape there. Pippa, for you, whereabouts is your stagey place? This is going to sound like such a boring answer but it is true i'm afraid it is my living room when it's full of actors like yeah. i was saying it's, it's around the piano it's normally the first time i'm hearing something that we've written that's not just jake or or a director's round to look at something or a producer you know it it's the birth of a lot of our stuff people sometimes go oh, have you have you been to pepper's flat oh oh you know have you done have you sung some songs there so it, it's becoming a stagey hub so. absolutely yeah. over the years now i mean you've the best one was clive rowe who sort of like ground oh shook God. the entire building with his deep voice but that's where and Callum Caroline Quentin, who told Caroline me Quentin, yeah. Boys. Callum Scott Howes, you know, from It's a Sin and Cabaret. He, you yeah. know, pre pre fame did our show Chicken Little at the other palace. Playing that's where a... I first met Hayden Gwynn. She came over to yeah, her yeah. Song. So it is a stagey place. I should probably put a little sign on the wall. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to the stagey place. All who've been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These name drops are lovely as well. Thanks, Pippa. And Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake and Pippa, thank you so much. That is the end of your interview today here on the stagey place. I just want to thank you both so much for taking your time out I know it's probably very busy with Great British Bake Off but I'm incredibly excited to come and see it me and Emily have booked three performances already we're very excited are you coming we're coming for the first two previews so on that Saturday and Sunday and then I think we're booking again at the end of March. Yeah, at the end of March as well. That's yeah. a full-on commitment. We're very... And there is, you know, Act 2 opens with an entirely new number. So you're going to be, yeah. like, beside yourselves, like especially Emily. Will, <laughs> it will shock her to the system. <laughs> and and is that a song that won't be released before, but will be released after? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. I don't, don't know if it's completely solidified as where we are now, which yeah. is, like, one line that everyone keeps sort of battling over. But, yeah, it's, it's okay. very exciting. And it's I can't say who sings it. No. You'll know who. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Jake and Pippa, thank you both so much for joining me on the stage of place today. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So there we go. That was my interview with Jake and Pippa, the music and lyricist behind the Great British Bake Off, the musical, which is playing in the West End at the Noel Coward Theatre from the 25th of February for 12 weeks only. So if you enjoyed this interview with Jake and Pippa and you want to know more, you've been listening to the music on all streaming platforms and now want to go see the show, do make sure to grab your tickets. It's a fantastic musical full of heart and soul and full of characters that you will absolutely adore and just wished they were immortalised into the television programme itself. Like I said in the intro, Emily and myself went to go and see the first two previews of the musical now that it's playing at the Noel Coward Theatre and you can hear all our thoughts by joining us over on our Instagram at the stagey place and you could also follow us on twitter under the same handle so that's the end of this week's episode and until i hear from you next i hope you're keeping safe and staying stagey goodbye <laughs>